재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 In this week's Planet Korea, in honor of this Chuseok holiday period that we're celebrating, we decided to look at one of Korea's most colorful aspects, traditional weddings. I got the chance to go to a very traditional wedding a little while ago, and we're going to try to recreate it to the extent that we can here in the studio. The couple got married just a few weeks ago. They are friends of mine by the name of David and Sojong. And what made their ceremony so special was that it was a fully traditional Korean wedding with all of the sounds, colors, and rituals mined from centuries of history. It's the kind of elaborate ceremony that most Koreans even don't opt for anymore. They often choose sort of a more simple Western style. So for me, it was a brand new experience, and it made me want to get educated on the specifics. That's why I have invited the happy couple here today, David Karuth and Sojong Che. Welcome to the studio. Nice to see you. Hi, and nice to meet you. Glad <laughs> to hope, be here, too. I hope you had a nice honeymoon. Fantastic. Yeah. But it's good to be back in, in fall and see Korea in my favorite season. It is the best season, isn't it? Um, so this is, like I said, uh, I had never been to something this deeply traditional, top to bottom, soup to nuts before. Why did you decide to go for this kind of intensely traditional wedding, Sojong? Oh, by the way, Sojong, uh, I, I know that you don't necessarily speak English that well, so Dave is extra fluent in Korean. He is a translator, a professional translator, so I'm sure he wouldn't mind translating for his new wife. So you can go ahead and speak Korean. Thank you. Uh,我们基本上，我们通常，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我们，我
wearing these very heavy costumes, and we're sitting on this, the two separate sedan chairs in the back. It was it was a real uh, <laughs> a real it was production. Very confusing. Yeah, it felt it felt like a production for sure. Almost royal, the costumes you were wearing. Um, I just rented a handbook the other day, and I saw the whole lineup of different levels of society, and it looked like the one you were wearing, Dave, was like a king. I think that's intentional. I was wearing what they call the Yongpo, which you could translate as the dragon's robe. And it was, I think, intentionally modeled on the actual attire of the royalty. And this would have been one of the only times in traditional society when relatively ordinary people could dress up like the king and not and, and get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> and so the sedan chairs, this is uh, several of our mutual friends were like the carriers. You were each in your separate chairs. You're a very tall man, uh, Dave. So you had to duck being carried in by four of our friends. Um, and we actually have the sort of entry music, the entry sounds that we all in the audience heard as you were coming in. Maybe we could hear that clip. And there it was, that moment of tension when you had to duck your head down because you were being carried across the threshold and you almost hit your head on that. Big introductions. There's a um, there's sort of an officiant towards the front, an older gentleman. That's right. And he calls out these sort of phases of the uh, of the wedding. What interests me is when you were carried in in your full regalia, you're holding a square of silk in front of your face. What was up with that? Well, I think that they. I had a very brief explanation of that, but I, I believe it was to cover my face and to sort of conceal my identity identity until I actually arrive officially arrive in the venue which traditionally would have been the bride's family's house mm. the groom uh, in, in this ceremony we rode on a sedan chair but in the past you would actually have ridden on a horse into the courtyard mm-hmm. uh, for the ceremony so yeah it was complicated i had to hold this this red cloth i had to had this very tall hat on my head i'm already a very tall person <laughs> and, and furthermore i'm elevated on the sedan chair and then there's a low a low ceiling that I have to duck under, so I was afraid my hat would be knocked off, but fortunately yeah. I managed to avoid that. Thank God for bobby pins and your ability to duck. And then an even more extreme version afterwards of covering the identity when the Shinbu was carried in on the sedan chair. She's in basically a box with curtains, right? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> was it dark in there? wasn't that dark not too dark but you're basically in your own little world and then who unboxes the bride is it the family I can't remember is it uh, the officiant who lifts the curtains and, and helps her out well I think at this point I should I should mention that there were these very helpful assistants 
who were accompanying us throughout the entire ceremony, and they would whisper instructions to us because it was too elaborate to memorize on one, mm-hmm. one run-through. So two of them sort of dashed up to uh, the sedan chair, which was completely enclosed where Sojung was sitting, and they opened up the lid, and they helped her get out. Ah, that's right. There were, there were slightly older women in full hanbok regalia, and they were almost like bodyguards. They were tight elbow to elbow on you throughout the entire ceremony. Yeah, they, they were always next to us. And, and their job, in fact, is to teach Korean etiquette and, and traditions when they're not officiating weddings. So they know all about it. Well, let's, let's go through a little bit of that. So you arrive at the sort of altar, for lack of a better word, or the area where the actual ceremony is going to take place. And then it's a matter of acknowledging the families. Do I have that right? Right. Well, I arrive. I arrive first, of course. The bro- the the groom's arrival takes place first, and then I have a moment where I accept this uh, wooden goose, and which which uh, symbolizes the, the the wedding ceremony and such, and and go to this uh, up onto the porch where the bride's mother and father are sitting, and then I present the goose to them, and I I bow, and that's the moment where I'm I'm requesting essentially requesting their blessing on on the wedding and their permission to marry the bride. So, Jung, how did you feel when you saw Dave bow to your parents and present the goose? 저는 그 장면을 보지 못했기 때문에 <laughs> 저 뒤에서 가마 안에 ah, 있었기 때문에 볼수 없었습니다. Yeah, she she was still uh, trapped inside her little box. Her box. <laughs> <laughs> so all that happens while she's still packed in. Right, she has not even been brought into. She's still kind of outside, waiting in the wings, so to speak. Um, so she unfortunately didn't get to see that. <laughs> okay, and uh, after. And then after the bow to the parents, then we get to unwrap Sojong, right? That's right. So at that point, I descend from the porch and I turn around and face the entrance uh, while the, um, the the carriers pick up the sedan chair that Sojong is in and they bring her in. Mm. And, then she, and then she disembarks, so to speak. I see. Ah, so you've done your, your family bow before she's even carried in. That's right. Okay, okay. I, I had the impression that you were both carried in and then you did your stuff. Then I seem to recall they place you on either side of a table. Is that what happens next? Yeah, that's right. We're brought up, up onto the porch and there's a, a table with, with various uh, instruments and tools and, and devices and such. And so we're, we're across from the, the tables in the middle and we're facing each other. And uh, at that point, various... Uh, further parts of the ceremony take place. But not seeing each other. Well, we, our heads are supposed to be facing down, but we can see, there is some sight, but no top, there's no communication at that point between us. Yeah. Uh, you've got your hands folded very ceremonially uh, at almost a flat angle in front of your chest. Mm. And, and as the groom, I also had to have my left hand Uh, folded over my right hand in, in a respectful. And the woman has the right hand over the left hand, and the groom has the left hand over the right hand. Oh, which, that's interesting. Which uh, has some sort of significance. Symmetry, I guess, right? Okay, so uh, when, on, a, on a happy occasion, the, 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 the woman's hand, go, the right hand goes on top, and the, the man's left hand goes on top, and the opposite, in a, a time of, of mourning or, or an unfortunate occasion, it would be the other hand. I had no idea that there was even that meaning attached to your right. hand placement. So the, the assistant, my assistant, was kept reminding me, you know, left hand on top. Uh, obviously, a wedding is supposed to be a happy occasion. So. so you're there at the altar on either side. Your hands are in the proper position. There's, is this before or after the ceremonial hand washing? 
the the hand the hand washing takes place as part of that uh, as as one of several stages okay of that part of the ceremony clean hands and then as i recall they filled up uh little cups right you yeah. they gave you like a cup of uh, i don't know what it what, what it was in reality but he kept saying sul cup right as if it was wine or rice wine or something like that 아마도 정종이었을지 않을까. It was some kind of refined wine. Huh. Um, it's a sort of alcohol that's used in a lot of Korean traditional ceremonies, including uh, in the chesa and uh, your ancestor rituals and stuff. I see. It was quite sweet, actually, surprisingly. It was tasty. Sweet and tasty. It was tasty? Yeah. yeah. And you're holding your wine, and then walk us through what happens in terms of procedure next. There were several different components of that, but they, the assistants poured the wine, And we drank half of, mm. of, of our glass, and then mm. the wine glasses were exchanged, and we drank the other half. You drank your husband and right, wife's exactly. cup. So mm. we each drank half of each glass. 가운데 이렇게 홍실청실이 이렇게 꼬여 있어서 mm. 이제 남자 쪽 술을 위쪽으로 건네고 여자 쪽 술을 아래쪽으로 건네서 서로 바꿔서 또 마시는. So there was a red, a red and blue string which separated us, and... Uh, the groom's cup goes above mm. the strings, and the the bride's mm. cup goes below. When we're exchanging the glasses to drink the other half of the wine, so much protocol. There's so many exact, even passing the cup. You can't just pass the cup. You've got exact rituals for that. Mm. Each each step is sort of endowed with with uh, symbolic significance. Mm. So it would have been really challenging to do it by ourselves. It would have required several weeks of practice, I think. And as mentioned, there's sort of the respected elder towards the front. He's calling out uh, some instructions. We're going to hear one of those instructions in just a minute. Then there's kind of a more audience-friendly MC, sort of almost translating and parsing what's going on for the audience, right? That's right. Um, so the, the respected elder that you mentioned He's using these expressions, which are based on Chinese characters, which are not immediately understandable if you if you can't read them, and and so perhaps in the past they would have been easier to understand, but not for modern audience anyway. So you have the Korean MC uh, who is translating into modern contemporary mm-hmm. Korean and it's also explaining some of the symbolic relevance mm-hmm. of the things that are taking place, and uh, we also prepared since we had guests who were not Korean speakers, we also prepared a simple translation. Of the uh, various stages of the ceremony mm. uh, to explain what was happening for people who might not understand what the MC was saying. Let's hear a little clip. Uh, the respected elder toward the front. This must be sort of one of the final moments in the ceremony because he's calling on the the bride and groom to perform a bow. Let's give that a quick listen. <laughs> So, Shilang Shinbu Insa, that's you guys bowing to each other. That's right. Mm. And you are now more or less husband and wife, I think we can say at that point, right? Right. I, th- I think at, the, at that, the culmination of those three or four stages where, we're, where we, I've received permission from her parents and she's descended from the sedan chair and we're standing there with a table between us, at, 
the culmination of that is the marriage at that mm. point. One of the things I found so curious about this as a Westerner from my perspective is that the bride and groom never say anything to each other the entire ceremony. It's uh, even in a most Korean ceremonies, there's some vows or something said. Uh, you remain silent the whole time and you just sort of follow the ritual direction mm-hmm. of, uh, of the leader. Is that that obviously that's typical for a traditional Korean wedding? 서로 말만 못하는 게 아니고 보고 싶은데 얼굴을 굉장히 보고 싶은데 이 여기를 보라고 해요 음. 손을 여자는 그래야 일단 사진이 좀잘 나온다 이런 얘기를 <웃음> 해서 보고 싶은데 이렇게 계속 밑으로 깔고 있어야 되는 이렇게 시선을. Can I take a guess? She's she's got to look down at her hands the whole time. Right, and she, of course, you want to look at each other since this is such a meaningful uh, the time when you're declaring your love for each other. But mm. in order for the for various reasons, symbolic reasons, but also to make sure the pictures turn out okay, you need to the woman, the bride needs to look very demure, mm. and the groom also needs to look formal. I, I tried not to smile too much during the ceremony. You accomplished that. I I thought, my God, I've never seen Dave looking so stern and concentrated in my life. You're usually a a very uh, gregarious guy with. <laughs> A smile on your face. Well, I, I, try, I try to be, but in, in the ceremony, for one thing, I was really trying to focus on the steps, yes. which, which required, I have to admit, a lot of concentration, and I made a few mistakes. Fortunately, the assistants corrected those, but, but also, it's, it, it is a very solemn it ceremony. Is. It is. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a lighthearted thing. It's, it's a serious time when, when you're making a serious vow, and so I felt like I, I should act according to that atmosphere. Mm-mm. Now, more or less with the insa, uh, the bow to each other, That's kind of the end of the full-on traditional by-the-book ceremony, right? It, would I be correct in saying that you may kiss the bride is not part of the traditional ceremony? They didn't include a kiss in old days, did they? <sighs> no. Yeah, they don't even think of kissing in the traditional wedding. Is, is that right? I think that would, not ev- that, that, that would not have been even an option. So don't say that was... <laughs> Not that, that was kind of unthinkable at the time. Yeah? All right. right. So we've got one last clip. This is the part of the wedding that's uh, it's a little bit of color. It's still traditional color, but it's not the formal, solemn, by-the-book stuff. Let's give this a quick listen. go and the music kicks in again as i recall the people along the aisle where you guys were walking were all given handfuls of rice is that right rice and also red beans and red beans yeah and they chucked them at you yeah and it kind of hurt yeah <laughs> <laughs> did it yeah, a little bit of st- sort of stung. stung a little bit when it hits you in the face yeah but that's all part of the and the that ceremony. symbolizes what now just uh Well, the, the rice, I understand, symbolizes prosperity and wealth. Mm. Um, and the, the red beans 
are sort of a totemic way mm-hmm. to dispel evil and to keep evil away. You know, I've heard that a bunch of times on this program, that in various things, red beans come up as a warding off evil spirits kind of thing. Right. So, you know, keep evil away from the new the newlyweds, essentially. And then after getting your rice and beans thrown at you and walking by everybody, and then finally, at the end, just before you're about to exit... Oh, wait, before I get to that... They called out this chant, didn't they? And he had the whole audience sing it out. It was something like "Yoltu Adaldal" or something like that. Yeah, Adaldal Yoltu La Chonyan Manyan Chasarara. So mm-hmm. um, basically, you know, have twelve sons and daughters and live for thousands and tens of thousands of years. Uh, so it's it's a blessing essentially. Tokdam mm-hmm. in Korean, it's a blessing. Um, hopefully, they didn't literally mean 12 children. I was about to say, Sojong, do you want to have 12 sons and daughters? Uh, 10 빼고 2 명만. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's subtract 10 from that. Let's subtract 10. We'll have 2. That sounds like a, a reasonable number. And then, and only then at the end, you got to uh, finally kiss the bride, and that's where all the good photos got snapped, but that's not formally part of the traditional wedding. Yeah, right at the, we're, as we're about to finally exit the, the arena, uh, there was a moment to kiss, but I think that was more of a, a tribute to modern sensibilities. That's right. Not part of the actual traditional approach. I think all of your Western guests would have rioted if there had not been a groom-bride kiss somewhere in there. And us too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a beautiful wedding. I got to learn a lot, and I appreciate you guys talking me through it so that I could get some of the granular detail. I wish you guys a thousand years of happiness, and thank you very much for coming in. It's a pleasure. Thank you.